Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 23, The Race of His Life. So right here, we're seeing it pick up as like right where the last episode left off with Barry in his old home watching his dad uh, get slaughtered by zoom and we're seeing kind of the aftermath of that too like barry's just incredibly mad i guess mm-hmm. well zoom accomplished his goal yeah you know he really did he really did get to barry in a way that uh, no one else had you know well i mean Ubarthon to an extent did but this one it's like right in front of him he he saw it happen and he knows that zoom wants him to get pissed off and we also see that nice great cg fest that uh is barry and zoom fighting one another and zoom does the time remnant which comes into effect later on yeah this is pretty much where he just annihilates his dad right afterwards and we see what happens and it's very very shocking to see all that happen and of course that race that they were having a little bit the time remnants is just like how you you already said it as well but the fight was really good because it shows you like what kind of abilities these speedsters can have when it comes to fighting, and man, did they that he was wrecking Zoom pretty badly until the other Zoom remnant showed up. You know, it's one of those things that um you don't really ever see Barry get like super rage mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's definitely interesting to see him do it because it's it's kind of out of character, and um i think it, throughout the whole episode you kind of see him do that more and more and more and it, it is a side of him that i like when they explore that a bit more because you know like i said you don't often see it mm-hmm. and it's crazy too that it's also what he said when he destroyed that time remnant that was there it's like you you're almost complete until you're able to pretty much destroy yourself or kill yourself because every single time he brings up a time remnant every in any instances, he always ends up killing it because they were willing to do it every single time. They're willing to die for his cause. Which, it just shows you how much Zoom believes in what he's doing, man. Because if even past versions of himself can be like, oh yeah, sure, just go ahead and like kill me. Uh, then then you know that fundamentally Zoom is uh, something else, you know. He's, uh, he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. And so, you know, we're seeing Barry go through the funeral and everything. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's dealing with quite a lot. And then you see Zoom challenge him to a race. And that's kind of the whole theme of the episode. It's like Zoom trying to be the fastest one alive, but also trying to get Barry to do something. And, you know, eventually we find out that it's for uh, the Magnetar, you know, Mm -hmm. that that's his ultimate plan to power that up. And then he's going to destroy every other Earth except Earth, you know, I guess what Earth Prime. Earth One, yeah. Earth One, Earth Prime, whatever one you want to call it. But it's the thing is, it's the epicenter of the entire the multiverse. It's a sits at the very middle of it so as soon as that magnetar is fully charged it's just gonna rip all of them apart and it's crazy too to see all this happen and the fact that he was gonna use that machine out of anything that that was there at mercury labs or from any earth he chose the magnetar you know and we've said it in previous episodes like how mercury labs was like really big this whole season and i mean it, it only makes sense because you know this is one of the most crucial things to to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to destroy... And, and it's one of the first times that they really introduced uh, the idea of the multiverse because uh, so far they've had, like, Earth 1 and Earth 2. And now this this episode, they really introduced the idea of, like, you know what? There's many, 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 many more uh, Earths and many more uh, dimensions. And they also kind of 
um, Zoom mentions like how he became so fast that he's able to cross all of them. So which makes you think like, well, Barry at one point can probably do that as well. Eventually, but we don't know if he's going to ever do that or it's going to be the need to do that as well. True, true. We don't know what kind of other dangers lie ahead of him. Uh, so during the episode, we do see, I wouldn't say his friends betray him. I would just say his friends help him in a not so conventional manner. They do kind of imprison him for a bit and they all formulate a plan. Like Team Flash formulates this plan where they're going to, they're going to take down Zoom themselves. Which I think is the most idiotic thing that they've all ever <laughs> come up with. And the fact that they had a contingency plan for all of this is very ballsy. No, yeah, definitely. Um, to go up against the guy, like one of the strongest villains they've ever faced, but to go up against him without Barry, I mean, that's that's gutsy, man. I think it's one of those. And, you know, they talk about it, too, where it's like if anything goes south, they all agree to it. And that was very crucial for, for, for me. I thought that that was very crucial for the team to be like, okay, look, there's no blame on anyone. If anything goes wrong, we're all in it together. Yeah, so it doesn't matter who screwed up anything like that or who overpowered what. That's the plan. So we don't mourn whatever. So basically the the main thing is as soon as they capture Zoom or they weaken him, they send him back to one of the breaches. And also they close it immediately so he never comes back. But if anything did happen, they would close it regardless of whoever or whatever ends up being sucked into. Which, you know... As, as it turns out, um, Joe's the one that gets sucked in there with Zoom. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't sit well with Wally. Because when he confronts him at Star Labs, it's like, how can you guys make the decision without me? And mm-hmm. and Wally has a very legitimate point. It's like, it that uh, while he's not part of the team, that is his dad. And he makes the whole thing of like, oh, my mom, man, like that just happened. Like, yeah. how am I also going to lose my dad right now? So, obviously, he frees Barry and he tells him the circumstances. And I, I did like what Barry said where he was like, dude. You guys might have formulated this plan, but you did it without us. Mm. And, you know, he's right, dude. They did it without Wally and without Barry. And it's like they're very crucial. And Joe is their dad. Yeah. It it just sucks the fact that Barry just lost his. And then as soon as Joe got sucked in, he just realized that he might lose his other dad, too. And it's one of those times where, oh, man, he just can't cope with just losing most, most of your parents within, like, the same week. Is very yeah. difficult. And, you know, so once Joe is in Earth 2, um, Zoom does give him this kind of rundown of, like, what the deal is and what he's been up to and kind of what his plan is because he, he gives him the rundown of everything. And he even tells him who the guy in the Iron Mask is. So obviously Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> now, uh, but now he tells him, like, that's the real Jay Garrick. Like, but that's not the real Jay Garrick from Earth 2 or, or from Earth 1. It's like, that's the real Jay Garrick from, like, some other dimension. That's where Zoom reveals, like, I've been everywhere. Like, I've been all around dimensions. I've seen all these speeds and I've seen all these things. And I think, do you think that that might have been why he wanted to be the best? I can kind of see that because he did mention that he the only main reason why he traveled to majority of those multiverses is so he can try to regain his lost speed and also not deteriorate. But he always had a hard time with that Jay Garrick. That's what he was saying. That I can't get rid of. I can't take his speed for for any weird reason. That he's way more different from everyone else. Honestly, though, that him revealing all that is finally lifted a weight off majority of people's shoulders. It took the last episode till we find out who the hell that guy is. 
Yeah, I mean, he was he was definitely the biggest mystery from the whole season because throughout the whole time you're like, so who is this guy? What's the deal with him? And it isn't until the very final episode where you find out who he is. Now, before we get to that, yeah. we do see this um, this secondary plan where Barry's like, look, I'm going to race him. And one way or another, I'm going to stop the Magnetar. And, you know, the way he goes about it to me was like very symbolic of what Barry is and how he is. Because essentially what ends up happening is he does race Zoom. You know, he does go through with Zoom's plan. He does power up the Magnetar. But at the same time, he makes a speed remnant of himself, which is the exact same thing that Zoom did at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. And this speed remnant, um, which I thought was was just like an amazing scene, but the speed remnant like goes around and makes, I guess, uh, what do they call it? Like its own, like his own pulse. Yeah. To to, um, to counteract the effects of the Magnetar and to power it down mm-hmm. because they had fully powered it. And you see, like, you technically do see Barry sacrifice himself for his family. And uh, to me, that that's just symbolic of, of what Barry is and, and how throughout this whole season, he's had to sacrifice everything constantly. Mm-hmm. It's like, and well, actually throughout, throughout um, the series, you know, it's like, oh, well, you have to sacrifice your family. This season, it's like you've sacrificed, you know, your father. And then they ask you, okay, now again, you're going to have to sacrifice your father. Now this time around, you're going to have to sacrifice yourself. And it's just, it, it. Um, this season asks so much from that, from the character that I, that's why I love this season so much. Because even to the very end, you had um, very strong, like, uh, scenes. Just like, you know, him powering down the Magnetar. Yeah, and then also the fact that they use that time remnant, too, to, to stop Zoom. And even Zoom noticed it, too. It's like, oh, wow, you made a time remnant. Like, that's that's very good. You used my own technique against me. And, of course, you see the, the main reason why he also used that time remnant, too, is because he wanted to pretty much punish him. Because he know he can't, he doesn't want to kill him. But of course, the time rates will instantly just take him away because he's been screwing up with time from the past, even the future, so many times that it makes those time those time rates actually will. Even piss. Zoom says it like yeah. the like, like when he was talking to Joe, he does say that those rates are after him a lot, um, which makes it weird that they never really came after him at any point. Or it never seemed like they were around when he was around, but they came after Barry really quick. I think it made sense though that they didn't come after him as often because he probably used time remnants every single time, so they would always capture a remnant. That's, uh-huh. That that would make sense every single time. But so Barry's like, well, if he's been doing it and pissing them off, and I already pissed them off once, and I seen what they can do. I might as well make one for myself, bring out a time remnant, open that breach, and then they'll end up just coming for whoever does the most damage. But, of course, Jake Garrick was the one that did the most damage. Now, did you happen to notice that while the time rates are taking um, are taking Zoom, mm-hmm. his costume does change? Yeah, and this is a little thing that I like to – I always I even said it to in one of the earlier ones that we did. It was the fact that it's Black Flash. Yeah. Yeah, and this is probably gonna be his origin of Black Flash because I think we're this is not gonna be the last time we see of him or we see of a Black Flash. Yeah, I definitely like when when I was seeing that I was definitely thinking like, okay, this is this is kind of like something that's gonna come up later, maybe you know sometime next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did feel like they were setting up for that. Yeah. Now we do get to the end of the episode and we see finally the man in the Iron Mask get uh get uncovered and we find out that it's. It's not Barry's dad, but it's Jay Garrick from another from another world, and he looks exactly like 
uh, Barry's dad, or you know, he's that doppelganger. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what I really liked about this episode is that you see his costume, and I loved his costume. Yeah, his costume is really good, and it's it's actually the same costume design that they use for the actual Jay Garrick from Earth. Uh, Earth, no, it was Earth six two six. I think that's the one it was, and it's actually really freaking good. And yeah, and even um, you know, they even give him the helmet, you know. Then I like how he said, like, oh, well, this guy took everything from me. It's about time I took something from him. Yeah. And, you know, he gets a full costume and you get this nice, cool, like, reveal of him in his complete getup. So I think a lot of, especially, like, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of the end of the episode was, like, reference to some of the, um, some of the stuff that's happened in the flash before mm-hmm. obviously uh teddy sears which is the guy that plays barry's dad he um he's played the flash before in the old like flash tv show mm-hmm. which is uh nowhere near as good but yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a product of its time but him being this older flash on top of him playing this older flash yeah no. to me was just um a, a nice way of of having the show bring everything together yeah, and the fact that he did play a Flash before, so I might as well have him reprise a role from it too. It's crazy too that he when he says it too, it's like, oh, you can say I'm like from Earth three, because he has no, he really, they really don't know what Earth he's really from. I still say it's Earth six two six because it makes sense because of his costume design. But anyways, yeah, he pretty much was trying to figure out how to get back. But then of course they're all like, well, you can try Earth two first. So that's when they Harrison Wells and Je- and Jesse they end up going back and they made that decision to go back together. Yeah, because initially what um what Jesse had said is that she kind of understood if uh, Harrison Wells wanted to stay on Earth two, mm-hmm. I mean on Earth one, because uh, she saw how he was with everyone and I think he's always been one of those characters uh, or at least one of those people that um, isn't particularly happy around anyone and I think he found a place in Earth 1 which Jesse picked up on and she you know to an extent she wanted him to stay there now obviously he's gonna he's gonna go with his daughter he didn't just do everything he did for nothing you know mm-hmm. he is gonna follow her um, so you know we do see him go back to Earth 2 and you know finally we get to this scene at the end well, a scene prior to the very last scene, because the very last scene is very important. Yeah. Now, um, we're starting to see, you know, we see this interaction between Barry and, and Iris, and we're thinking, okay, maybe this is about the time where they're going to start the relationship. Now, Barry does kind of mention uh, that he he's given so much, and like I was saying earlier on in the seasons, like he's given so much, and he's just so tired of everything that he can't be there for Iris. And he can't be, you know, even though she's willing to step into this relationship with him and step forward with him, he can't be there for her. And he can't do that right now because he, like like he says, he's felt more broken than he's ever felt before. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he needs some sort of kind of closure. And that's exactly what he tells her. Like, I need to find something. And he doesn't really tell her where he's going. But he makes mention of it. That, like, I have to do something about some about something. And, of course, she even says, too, like, well, I'll wait for you. For, for, doesn't matter for how long. Doesn't really matter where, when. I'm going to wait for you regardless. And it's really it's really sad. Like, it really is sad. It's like he finally got. It's another thing he's giving up. Yeah, he, he got what he wanted, too. And it's right in front of him. And he has to throw it away. After losing his dad. After losing a hardship battle throughout the entire time. And now to finally, you know be with the, the one he actually loves he decides to just you now throw it away 
I think, well, to an extent, it's because he's going back to where it all started. And yeah. It's one of those things that, yeah, he is kind of throwing it away. But at the same time, um, it's it's something that I think from what I took from it is that he wants to get something back and he's tired of losing everything mm-hmm. because he's he has lost so much and he's constantly lost so much. So for him, it's like, I want to go back and I want to get something back so he does go back in time and he does save his mom from being killed which um oh, you see man. um you see barry when he's looking through the window uh, when he's looking through the door and you see him disappear and you instantly know that there's going to be huge repercussions for this singular moment yeah and it's a good way that they ended it this way and also the fact that this brings up one of my favorite timelines in the Flash series in the comics as well. And they already have a name for it already and for the next season, which is going to be called Rebirth. But everybody knows like, it, it's been out for like a long time. It's Flashpoint Paradox. And we're going to see that actual happen. Most likely happen throughout that season too. And it's kind of going to be pretty awesome if they've been doing the same way that they've been writing all these episodes. It's going to be great. That's uh, that is something I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, but let, uh, I'm just gonna stick with the season for for yeah. a second. Like, oh, yeah. I this season was amazing, and this season was, uh, you know, it it was a lot, it was a lot stronger than I felt the previous season because they did put the character through a whole lot more, and you know, the over overall like mood of the season was uh, very much darker, you know, yeah, than the previous seasons had been, and I. I like that they're exploring that. Now, I, I am interested in seeing what they're going to do in the next season. And I like the idea of Rebirth. And I like this, um, you know, I, I like the direction in which they're going. You know, obviously, we know that Supergirl is going to be on the CW next season. And, you know, there's this possibility for more crossover. And, you know, there's a possibility for alternate, you know, now alternate timeline. So, we're mm-hmm. going to see, starting next season, we're going to see Barry put into a... Uh, put into some interesting scenarios and i think mm-hmm. that's going to re- really keep the show fresh now it's only been two seasons so you don't really have to try too hard to keep it fresh and you obviously have years of backstory to go through yeah but um i like you know so far i've liked every direction that they've taken the the character mm-hmm. and i'm so so invested in like what's going to happen next and what his actions are going to mean for the next season so I'm I'm glad I was able to enjoy this whole this whole season. I'm glad I'm like finally there's because uh, it really is one of my favorite. It really is my favorite show. You know, I started from watching Arrow and I went to Flash, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I was like, this is my favorite show. You know, Barry and the team and all these like side characters and supporting characters. They all make up just an amazing show, and they made up an amazing season with uh just the mo- one of the most badass like villains and threats. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed everything up until now, and I can't wait for the next season. Yeah, same here. I can't wait for them. And this season's been pretty much very heartthrobbing, very, very stress-inducing the entire time, very mysterious in a lot of points that they've been doing throughout the entire season. It 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 doesn't it doesn't step back from anything. It just keeps moving forward and forward. It backtracks a little bit, which brings up a lot of things that does answer questions, but it also kind of opens more and more questions like, oh, crap, are we going to get more of this? Or is there going to be is it going to be traveling to more worlds? Oh, man. And just because of this ending, too, it's going to open a huge doors and possibilities and most likely going to end up changing a lot of things of what's going on in the other TV shows as well, especially Arrow, because since they've always been linked together, 
the changing of this se- of the following season might have a drastic change in the next season for Arrow as well. That's true. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in seeing where these alternate timelines lead and uh, how they change the world and how they change the Flash universe. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Rebirth, great name for it. I would have loved Flashpoint instead. <laughs> but honestly, the, the Rebirth does make sense as well. It really does. I don't. I do want to see what's gonna happen. I really do. Like, please just give me the season now. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Flashcast. If you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on, head on over to filmbook.com. That's film-book.com and search for either Stephen Bueno or The Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash leagueofgents. That's G-E-N-T-S. Or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash leagueofordinarygents. G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.